Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Well, if you're honest, you probably brought some baggage into your marriage. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. And uh, Greg, you work so often with couples during premarital counseling. And um, a lot of times, I'm guessing, they're still if not just starting to deal with things from their past. They're all wrestling. We all are wrestling with the past. You're, we're human. We've grown up in a fallen world. We have human parents. There's no way that any of us are immune from having made mistakes, having things done to us. I mean, all of that, that that's the baggage that you're talking about. So the, the question isn't, do you have baggage? The question is, how are you healing from the baggage? How are you growing? And and that's really what we're trying to instill in these couples is that you've got to figure out how to heal and thus, how am I growing? Yeah. How am I a better person because of this? And how's that then going to positively impact a marriage? Because otherwise, if you don't deal with that stuff, it will surface. All that stuff is buried alive. Just wait. Uh, you know, I have quoted you so often on that. Stuff gets buried alive. And, uh, no, it's I, really Aaron's. Okay, well, I've yeah, quoted I you still so very often. Um, I guess that's baggage from his <laughs> growing up years. I want all the credit. <laughs> well, I, I just remember there were times when Dina would look at me like, you're so much like your dad. And it's like, I am. And that's not bad. It just is. Yeah, well, in the heat of an argument, you probably don't want to hear no, that. No, no. But... And she would never bring it up that way. She would just be like, yeah. wow. And so it is important to unpack that stuff. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit more about this uh, idea of baggage from uh, D.A. and Alicia Horton. And D.A. is a pastor at Reach Fellowship in Southern California. Uh, they've been married for more than 15 years. Delightful couple. Here they are talking to Jim Daly. We were talking before uh, the program about our mutual fun in Long Beach. That's yeah. where part of my elementary school education was. That formed. was real fun, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some bad memories, but yeah, in fact, I was at Bixby Elementary in Long Beach when my mom died in fourth uh-huh. grade. So it, there are heavy memories, but it is also some wonderful times as well. So Long Beach has a close place in my heart. So yeah. welcome all the way to Colorado here. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, uh, let's get with it. I, I mentioned uh, that you've experienced some significant gaps in your relationship. Uh, and I'm sure some of your friends and family members wondered if you were ready to get married, that would be the normal red flag. Can you believe it, honey? I don't think those two could, could do this. <laughs> uh, describe the huge fight that you had two months before your wedding, which may have been a signal to most people like, uh-oh, Maybe we're in trouble. What happened? Yeah, well, you know, we had got into probably the millionth argument uh, one <laughs> evening. Um, and at that time, um, I was serving as a youth pastor in Midtown, Kansas City. Uh, and I had an event where I used to do gospel rap. And Alicia came to the event that evening. And as soon as I got done off the stage, just went up to her, walked up to her, tried to give her a hug. And she just kind of played me off and then <laughs> ended up giving me the engagement ring back. And uh, it just got, it just kind of escalated from there. And she walked away from me. She didn't want to talk to me. And I knew there was one phrase I could say that would automatically make her turn around. And I just yelled out, I rebuke you. And when I yelled that out in the parking lot on 36th Street, she turned around furious 
And then that led to a six-hour ordeal where we were calling each other everything but the names our parents or God gave us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were arguing so much that dope dealers had to ask their clients to move away from the corner where we were arguing. I mean, think of that picture. (laughs) I mean, people are going, what? What did you just say? Yeah, Yeah, they were. So you're out in the street, (laughs) out in front of this church, and not far away, there's drug deals going on. Oh, yeah. It's just part of the community we grew up in. And even neighbors who had a party going, they kind of stopped that to (laughs) watch this argument. They were watching us. We were there. You were the entertainer. We were the entertainment. Wow. Yeah, and this was two months before we got married, and I was a youth pastor. (laughs) And you're a youth pastor. I was a youth pastor. And you're going at it. Bang. We were going at it. This is two months before you got married or before you were supposed to get married? No, No. two months before we got married, we still walked through it. We sought serious uh, intervention through marital counseling. And uh, we, you know, had those uh, original confessions of just our selfishness that we had to lay as the foundation for our relationship. How, how do you write? So I'm thinking on behalf of the listener, um, maybe some of them have argued. Maybe some of them are about to get married. They they were arguing, but they're going, wow, not like that. Yeah. W- what do you do at the end of the six hours? I Who was, gave in? Well, I don't think it was that mutual. It, we one of us gave in. It was mutual. I feel that we both realized that. At the end of it all, we still had a deep love for one another and realized that these are issues we are going to have to work through, but they're not going to be worked out right now in this time. And so what we did discover after getting married is that we realized that there are a lot of layers, a lot of layers to our past, our brokenness, a lot of things that we brought into our marriage. And I feel like God was just showing us a preview of how we were going to start unpacking those things with each other. So it didn't put a caution or a stop sign in your process it did because see and here's the thing that we tell people this was not an abnormal fight like we would argue till two three four o'clock this was like 4 30 in the morning my mom's waking up to get ready to pray to go to church it's sunday morning by this time and she's like mijo you're not home it's 4 30 in the morning there is nothing god glorifying you could be doing anywhere right now you need to come home and and we recognized that. And and the thing that we began to recognize is we were just tired. We were tired of fighting. We were tired of fussing. It was the small little landmines. It was things that we didn't deal with. We never sought resolution to our conflicts. We would sweep things under the rug. We were peace faking, as Ken Sandy would say. We were doing all those peace things faking, yeah. that we thought that, you know, it's let's just put a Band-Aid on it. But it's a gaping wound that mm-hmm. goes back to our childhood, that goes back to past relationships. And we just begin to realize... There is a lot of depth to the baggage. And we really had to answer the question. When we say I do, we're saying I do for life. We're saying I do in front of God and witnesses. And we're saying I do to each other's baggage. Baggage, That means that we're going to be committed to see our our laundry washed and cleansed through the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's what we committed to uh, a few days shortly after that. Well, Aaron, as you listen to the Hortons story, what advice do you have for an engaged couple? I mean, you do a lot of premarital counseling. How do you get them to talk about their baggage before they go down the aisle and get married? Yeah, and it's so important, John, that they do talk about it because like Greg was saying, things get buried alive and they fester and they will come out and impact the relationship. And those early years of marriage are so important because you're laying the foundation of your marriage for forever. And so patterns are being set and, you know, like, how are we going to deal with our stuff? Hmm. How are we going to talk about difficult things? And so it's so key that prior to marriage, before you walk down the aisle, that you meet with a counselor, uh, a Christian counselor, a mentor, a pastor to really jump into some premarital counseling. And I'm not talking about, you know, one session. I encourage couples to really get in and do eight to ten 
premarital sessions mm-hmm. prior to getting married. And that, Greg, I think there's a good research element uh, that supports that that can make for a healthier marriage, right? Yeah, they studied these premarital couples and looked at them years down the road. And the ones who got at least eight to 10 hours of good premarital counseling were doing so much better. Because what what it's establishing, to Aaron's point, is you're... you're you're creating certain ways that we're going to behave. You're, you're training the relationship in the beginning that we're going to be growth focused. We're going to deal with our stuff. We know we have junk. Let's figure it out. What is it? And then how do we deal with that? And one of the ways that we encourage couples to do this is to start to ask each other questions about your past you know, past dating relationships, you know, what, what were those like and what did you learn? And, um, how did your parents, you know, handle their marriage? How did they deal with conflict? What was the relationship like between your, your mom and you and your dad and you and, and just begin to, to train your marriage, your future marriage that it's okay to, to talk about these things. It's going to be safe. We're going to do a good job listening, seeking to understand, being curious with each other, cautious, with that information, but, but learning that it's okay to explore the past, to talk about it is such a good thing. Aaron and I, we, we do that all the time. I mean, we've had great conversations about just whatever, whatever's gone on in our past and it's safe. It's okay. We can talk about those things. And then she'll gently encourage me to go get help. <laughs> so, so as you want to do that with your spouse, just yeah. be gentle in yeah. how you present mm-hmm. the well, coupon book for 55 free counseling sessions that you've purchased. And it goes purchased. back to something that you've said earlier in previous mm-hmm. episodes, Aaron, and that is safety. You got to mm-hmm. be safe. Yeah. So, well, if you're engaged or you know someone who is, let me recommend the resource called Ready to Wed. Uh, This has been so helpful to so many couples, and we've got details about that and the book that the Hortons have written called Enter the Ring, which has good advice on fighting together as a team for your marriage. Uh, You'll find these resources and much, much more at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. We'll hear more from the Hortons next time. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the rest of the team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.